0: Hey friends, Mercedes here. Totally honored to be the owner of Into the Woods, a business centered around whole life wellness and transformative experiences, as well as a practicing therapist and coach. My life's work is all about creating spaces, literally and figuratively for women to unlock their true success and have more peace, joy and love in their hearts, lives and calling. As a leader, yes, you are that leader I'm talking about, I can see you want to be more productive and in service to others, to have that work-life balance with more joy and meaning, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, right? Am I right? (laughs) I want you to understand and know that it's not just about your ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that you can slow down to speed up and step into your life as a purpose-fueled woman, and that it can be simple, but oh so powerful. Come on in. Let's walk this journey together, one season at a time. Let's step deeper into the life God created you for. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. All right, we are back. Today we're talking about taking inventory when our career becomes our hobby, right? So this whole month has been about, do you need a hobby? What's going on with a hobby life? And um, I wanted to kind of bring it to the next level. So welcome back, Amanda. thanks for having me. We're just having some afternoon coffee and chatting, catching up a little bit on all the back-to-school happenings. And um, yeah, let's talk a little bit about (laughs) when our career is our hobby. And this is the one way you can take inventory like we are. So Amanda, is your career your hobby?
1: It is, actually. It's funny you say that because it's one thing that I find that brings me joy, so when people look at what I'm doing, or at home, for example. Like, I could be in my office doing school stuff, whether it's putting a craft together, creating a lesson plan, whatever it is, and it's bringing me joy, and I'm just finding it to be something of a hobby. But my family will come in and say, oh, are you working again? You're working again. And I'm like, no, it's something that brings me joy. Like I'm actually like enjoying what I'm doing. But they see it as me working and that it's my job. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like my job has become somewhat of a hobby because there are yeah. pieces of it that I find joy and relaxation in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then trying to let, let others know like, hey, this is a hobby. It's not like. I'm a workaholic and mm-hmm. doing all of that at <laughs> home. Do
0: you have you said to your family like, Hey, this is this is fun for me, so this is more than just work?
1: I have, but they see it as because it's always something I'm doing. Right. So like when they if I have downtime and they see me in my office doing stuff for school, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, they are like, Oh, she's just working again. This is for school. Like it's Like, they see it as not something personal to me. So, like, my husband, he has lots of hobbies that he (laughs) can do, like working on a car. It's outside of what his job is. So, when they see him doing things like that, my children, then they're like, oh, dad's spending time for himself and doing something Mm -hmm. he enjoys doing. But then when they see me doing it and others see me doing what I feel is bringing me joy and just relaxation because it's work-related, yeah.
0: it's, oh, you're working. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's interesting, because we, we talked a little about blurred lines, right? And it's like, in one, in one hand, we could go down the path of, oh, you know, you need more boundaries for work, blurred lines, but I kind of like the way you're taking it down this path of, actually, outside of work, it becomes part of your fun and how to spend your downtime, because how else do you like to spend your downtime besides that?
1: Right, well, and then that, that's the part that gets a little tricky mm-hmm. because then now it's like, oh, what is it that I enjoy doing? <laughs> you know, and because I know that my work is not always going to be my hobby. And so that's mm-hmm. where, then you start taking inventory on yourself going, well, what are some of my hobbies? What are some things I enjoy mm-hmm. doing that I could do outside of if I have this free time? Well, how would I choose spending it? And that's where there's times where i'm like oh my gosh i'm so boring i don't know i don't have anything like it's hard for me to think of like hobbies that i have that i could just oh you got three to four hours what would you do mm-hmm. and I just sit there having a blank look on my face like i have no clue
0: right and like i've been talking about taking a page out of her husband's books um they seem to have those like more separate like go out to the garage do it, come back, and then with for us, it's it's true. I mean, I even listen. I listen to like coaching and business podcasts when I'm walking outside. I mean, I I get I really love also doing things outside, and I'm always looking for different resources and different things. I just think it's become like a good a fun pastime and yeah. kind of like a way to challenge our brain. So yeah. on one hand, not nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like so, how would you describe what you're how you're feeling with you know work being a hobby versus like if you were a workaholic. Like is there a diff? like what's the difference, do you think? This is a question we didn't prepare for, so it just came to my yeah. mind.
1: <laughs> so I guess for me, like the, the way I differentiate it is when it's a hobby, I'm doing that those things that maybe I wouldn't do on a normal daily basis. So for instance, for me, like lesson plans, those are something that I have to do on a daily basis. Yeah. I think if I was constantly doing lesson plans and adding details to my lesson plans, I think then I would say I'm being a workaholic. Yeah. But when I'm doing things that are outside of what I typically would do in my classroom, so like I wanted to create this guest teacher box or binder.
0: Oh, box. yes, that was on my mind. I was waiting for this. <laughs> for my
1: classroom. And yeah. so it's something like I don't need it, but it's just like this thing like, oh, it'd be fun to put this together. Yeah have for a guest teacher who comes in, and so then to me, that's when I look at it as part of the hobby part, because it's not something that I typically do on a daily basis, Right. and I'm just investing that extra time into something that would just be added to the classroom and not a necessity. Yeah, a creative
0: outlet, which the story is fun, because the rabbit holes (laughs) you went down, it was great, but yeah, I, I like that a lot, because... I, I used to be like on my computer every night because I thought I had to keep doing, producing, all these things. Yeah. But when I have shifted more into like more exploring and the creative pieces, like I make vision boards a lot, you mm-hmm. know, because it's just, it's an outlet for me. Yeah. So why do we then as, as women like judge ourselves or like feel like we have to explain all these big hobbies when, you know, I mean, well, let me ask you this. Do you think that most women could have more hobbies or could find more hobbies and feel more fulfilled or less, as you called it, boring. I don't think you're boring, but I know what you mean when you say that.
1: Yes. I do. I think, you know, it's just taking that inventory in yourself to say, am I putting, is this more workaholic where I'm putting all my effort into trying to keep myself busy with doing work stuff because then I feel like I can justify it Mm -hmm. if people see me. Doing having downtime and doing something, especially being you know busy women who if you have a family and a spouse and you know life outside of your work sometimes that downtime doesn't always happen and it's very small amounts mm-hmm. of time you get it. Um, but I do think there. I think for us, I think it's important to look at what are some other things outside of my job that I find creativity in and I find mm-hmm. enjoyment in that I could then look at because I think that's the stage I'm in right now in my life is my children are older yeah. and they're moving out of the house so I'm not my mom hat is not on as much as it used to be Mm -hmm. so being busy and with their schedules and my schedules like downtime I think sometimes turned into hey I can get caught up on work stuff because it's now downtime yeah and then I didn't I didn't have to justify it as much because they saw me that oh um, mom works and so she has to get some stuff done too but now saying okay I'm finding that time to find hobby in my job, but then what are some other things that yeah. I can like to do? So I think it's just doing that personal inventory to say, mm-hmm. you know, okay, if I had an hour, what would I do? If I had three to four hours, what would I do? You know, and just kind of taking a look at that. Because I think once I did that, I realized okay, there are some things that I could do outside of what I considered my hobby mm-hmm. um, that I could try exploring. So.
0: Yeah, and I think we are enter- we both entering a season where we have more probably more downtime than we were used to for the last what two decades. Mm-hmm. So it's almost a little daunting sometimes for me to be like, huh. And then you know, for me, I procrastinate. I'm not going to go clean the house in my downtime, sure. so it's usually creating a mess in the kitchen. But yeah, so it's really good timing to look at it. But I also think it's really good for women whose kids are younger because if I could go back, I would have taken more time for myself for a hobby. I would have I would have differentiated that as an important part of our lives, just like Brett mm-hmm. did, mm-hmm. you know? And I think um, it was fine. I mean, I don't feel too like much residual from that. Yeah. But I do think a lot of us, try, we have to justify, you've said it a couple times, yeah. and sometimes we're like, we just, um, we feel too tired or we have all these excuses, but yeah. hobbies or downtime or doing what brings us joy fills that cup. And I think sometimes we just lose sight of that. And right. so it, it, so when it seems like we have to like pick and choose and come up with all this stuff, that's exhausting in, in and of itself. Right. Um, so yeah, so it, so, you know, yeah, like, so, I mean, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just chuckling because yeah, we're all kind of at the spot and You're talking the last two weeks about taking a page out of our husband's book. I still find myself a little like, not at a loss, but kind of a little at like, huh, what would I be doing if I wasn't doing this? Or because I feel, I think we feel like we have to be productive also when we're doing a hobby. So, because my husband's very productive when he's working on his car and so Mm -hmm. is yours, but I don't always, I don't want to be productive all the time. So, any thoughts on that? Because it's kind of like, we talk about workaholic productivity. Like any like do you have anything you do in your downtime that you're like, oh, this probably it doesn't equal a hobby because I'm not this isn't productive.
1: <laughs> right. So yeah, it's funny because I think of right away and a nap. Like, honestly, like, oh, I want to take a nap. If I have some downtime, I just want to take a nap. Put my feet up, turn the brain off, put on some like soft music, and just be do Mm. nothing and take a nap and and i think that's okay but i think in the past i would have felt guilty because i wasn't being productive or doing something for somebody else so that i felt like well i can't take a nap and if i do i gotta give like five things that i did before it to justify the fact that i want to take a nap but i think in the season whatever season you're in like if your body wants to just take a nap and just turn off turn it off and let yourself yeah. just be and it was funny because my husband the other day it was actually yesterday in fact he i wanted to take a nap i he came home from a family gathering it was like four o'clock in the afternoon and i sat on the chair and i just took a nap i, I set my timer i was like i just want to close my eyes for like an hour and he's like why are you taking a nap it's four o'clock in the (laughs) afternoon and i looked at him and i said because i can oh i like that i want to and so then he like let it go you know and i think that's where as women sometimes it's really hard for us to just say because this is what i want Mm -hmm. Um, or and not feel like we have to justify it like In the past, I'd be like, well, I did the dishes, and I did a load of laundry, and I I went and I vacuumed out my car, and I put the kids' lunches away or whatever. So I deserve this nap. And now it's like, okay, if I have downtime and I just want to take a nap or do absolutely nothing, I need to allow myself to do that and just process or whatever it needs to be and say, because I can. And, and I is, want to. And I want to. And this is yeah. my time right now. And, you know, at first, it, I think it throws some people off because they're not used to us saying that. And when right. we say it, they're like, oh, okay, you're right. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> you take that time for yourself. Well, <laughs> I, I, you I, think
0: I think that's probably why we, we avoid looking for those new hobbies or those new things because it's like, it, it takes extra effort to justify to create productivity, but giving ourselves permission to do what we want right. and what we need and what we can—we're um, you know grown-ass adult women, right? right. <laughs> and so, I you know I, I tell myself that too sometimes. And um, when we look at it from that perspective, it feels way more freeing than a hobby being another have to, right? Because that's I think where we can get stuck,
1: right? And I think the overthinking too. I think oh, yeah. we can overthink things so like you know if it's oh i would love to get back into crocheting or needlework or do a restoration project on a piece of furniture well then it's like okay well i first got to think about what project do i want to do and then i gotta think do i have all the materials that i need and then i have to go get all the materials that i need and then do i have the space for it and by the time you figure that all out It's like you're exhausted and you're like, okay, well, there went that time and Mm -hmm. then I got to pick it all up because we need the table or we need that space for something else. And then you just don't get started on some of those things because you overthink it and you just think if I can't get it finished or if I don't have all the materials. And I think for like my husband, he's got his space where he can leave his tools and he can leave his car and he... Like can shut the door mm-hmm. and be okay with it. And he if he doesn't have a part, well, you know what, we put it on the list and we get the part when we can. But hey, I got another little piece of the car I can put yep. work on. And I think that's where there's that freedom just to be like, Oh yeah. hey, I can put, I can do what I want. And I think that's what's held me up in the past is feeling like Oh my goodness, I overthink it. I gotta figure out what project I need and it's gotta be done you know, yeah. within a certain time. And if I can't, then I'm not gonna do it.
0: <laughs> and not having the space in the past. Right. Now, where you are currently, you've been creating spaces to putz and to tinker. Do you feel like you have it dialed in? No. So that's another thing we can think on, right? As us, us women, having, I mean, it takes us a while to find space in our home or our garage if we so choose to take part of it right. that is ours to just create and leave you know right. the kitchen is my space but and it's always kind of messy right. but i can't leave everything out
1: right. <laughs> well and i had someone tell me like turn your teacher brain off amanda because i was thinking it had to be perfect oh and, your perfection like, isn't I was brain? gonna be graded on it and whatever and they're like turn your teacher brain off like just do what is it something that will bring you joy whether it's something you've tried before or something new like don't think you have to like don't overthink it just do it and not worry about if you don't have all the tools to do it you're at least trying and creating that outlet and so they're like just turn your teacher brain off it's not getting graded it doesn't have to be perfect it just you know
0: yeah no grades i know it's interesting because i think we're so we're so trained to go for like productivity performance grades that we get crap done if we're doing that but but so with our hobbies yeah there's no rules there's no regulations well unless we hold ourselves to them yes so yeah very it's just interesting so so you're starting to kind of adventure out venture out Mm -hmm. um to do a little more you know is there anything kind of like out of the ordinary for you that you're like, because you know I was going to ask you this, and I haven't given it much thought, so you never know what's going to come out of my mouth, yeah. but like that you're just like, huh, not that it has, and this is another disclaimer, I think if we if we say we like to do something, it has to become our hobby, it could right. be something we do once, like you could All skydive right. only once in your life and be done All forever. Right. So for you, like, is there anything you've been thinking on since we since we kind of prepped for this? Yeah,
1: actually, it's <laughs> She's just... She's laughing, so I have to, I would love to go motorcycling with my husband. Wow. And so like when I think of like a hobby, it would be traveling, like ideally like having a motorhome, going to different places, but then having a motorcycle, a two person motorcycle. Yeah. And then traveling in that area. Just him and I exploring. Exploring and that type of a thing. Which is really funny because he, my husband used to have a motorcycle, and I was like, "Oh, sell it! Like, don't!" Like, but yeah, there's just something adventurous about that. Like, yeah. if I think of something that I would love to just invest some time and money into. That would be one
0: thing. And that would so, that would be like a twofer because you're also then taking great care of your relationship with your husband. Right. both.
1: Have you told him this yet? I have, and he he.
0: He gave you a look.
1: He gave me a look, like seriously, Um, and then also then said, "Well, what if we get our own motorcycles? Oh my goodness, two person one, because he just knows how I can I can get two. So I think it's more of like, hey, I'd be all for going motorcycling, but maybe let's get our own. How do you feel about that?" I think if I had a a beefy enough motorcycle, I think
0: I could do it. Yeah, I would want one of those um, three-wheeled ones or sit in the sidecar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I, I haven't thought about a ton of things that, you know, like out of the ordinary, but I think... One thing that I really want to get back into is more like, and it goes along with my journey with movement, right, is to do more like hiking in really cool places, yeah. you know, and then biking like in Tuscany or Napa, yeah. you know, yeah. where like destination, which I think a lot of us go to that. And so another thing to quick, one last little nugget is that we don't, we can, we can experience that before we actually get to those kind of more dreamlike Mm-hmm. Like destination hobbies because you you have to prepare for that you would have to learn how to drive a motorcycle you would yes. do the you know and you, you would do the steps for that and you would I don't know whatever else that entails you would research where you'd want to go and of course the motorhome is another thing too right um, but there's things we can do to kind of prepare ourselves for some of those experiences that make a hobby really cool yeah and um, yeah so that's fun I will I will catch up on that one later too to hear more about the motorcycle because that. Uh. seems kind of cool and there's a lot of cool places to go cycling all over Yes. anything in closing i mean we i I mean i feel like we pretty much have gone through you know giving ourselves permission get off the productivity train um our work can be our hobby as long especially if it's a creative outlet and it's not getting in the way of our lives right and we are expanding upon it any other little like nuggets or closing thoughts
1: i would just really encourage everyone just to like don't give up on things that you like depending on the stage you are in your life so if you used to love cross stitch or needlepoint like don't give up on it you might not have as much time to do it but you know if you make that time or just say you know what this is something that I love just to tinker on allow yourself to keep doing it I think if I could go back you know, mm-hmm. I think that's what I would have done differently. I think I would have not given up on some of those things that I enjoyed doing um, for myself because I felt like I couldn't do them anymore. And so then now I wish I would have had, I would still love to do some of those things and not to give up on it. So like I went out and bought stuff to do cross-stitch because I used to love cross-stitching. And oh, so, I didn't know. Yes. <laughs> And so I went out and bought some stuff now to cross stitch again Mm -hmm. because I'm like it's something that I Enjoyed in the past and I want to just pick up on it So I think you know allow yourself that freedom and if it's a nap take a nap Mm -hmm. If it's do nothing do nothing Um, You know the stage you're in in your life And I think just being able to give yourself that permission to take care of yourself and find that hobby in that that
0: brings you joy and relaxation yes well said go for it because you can and because you want to that's
1: right we
0: need a t-shirt for that yes so that was awesome thanks ladies amanda will be back i'm sure because we always have a lot to talk about (laughs) talk soon thanks for listening to today's episode my friend if you liked the podcast please stop by and leave me a review they really matter if any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way. This is the season for you to say yes to you, to serve from an overflowing cup, and to put practices into action that support your life and those you serve and lead. And for more updates and resources, check out the happenings at Into the Woods Spaces and Experiences by visiting intothewoods.co. That's intothewoods, one word, no caps, dot C-O. Here's to living your best, most unapologetic life. See you next week.